Welcome to the home to the Dominion Mana Moments Podcast. A broadcast designed to empower you to live a maximum life. Here is your host, Apostle Grace. Shalom, shalom. This week we're going to deal with the attitude. You know, maintaining a Christ-central attitude. You see, attitude set the atmosphere in one's garden of life. Your attitude set, your it, it, it reveals what's driving you. And it reveals what's in the heart. You see, there are only two grounds or perhaps two foundations where attitude can be formed. The foundation ground of the kingdom of God, the foundation ground of the kingdom of darkness. You see, a Christ-centered attitude would provoke the blessings to come, come forth in a form of present-day reality. Genesis 1 verse 26 reminds us a man was giving, man was giving the image of God. Now, image, it defines a mirror-like representation or resemblance. Whether you want to know it or not, you were created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. It is a glorious thing to be a positive reflection of our Heavenly Father in all His ways and not be a reflection of the principalities and the powers of darkness. Let's, let's be determined that we're going to reveal the mind and the character and even the attitude that our king has. Paul reminds us in Philippians the fifth, excuse me, the fifth verse in the second chapter. He says, consider the example that Christ Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become our motivation. No matter what, what curveballs are thrown through you this day from this day forward, you have a choice to even to operate in life by maintaining the character and the attitude that Christ has, the mindset of his attitude. Paul tells us in, in that same chapter, the first 14 verse, he said, live a cheerful life without complaining. Or division among yourself. Division and complaining will clog your blessing canal. If you think it's okay to complain, keep complaining. You think it's okay to, to, to operate the spirit of division, keep doing it. And go visit your, your garden of life. That Eden garden that, that God gave you. That it's designed to flourish. It's designed to, to, to reveal the Zoe life of God. And you'll see stagnation. You'll see harvests that's been resi has resistance on it. But you can rise up and say, no devil, it's too costly. Paul tells us in Philippians the third chapter verse five. He he reminds us he's born he was born a true Hebrew in the inheritance of Israel, as the son of a Jewish man from the tribe of Benjamin. He says that I was circumcised eight days after my birth. 
and was raised in the strict tradition of the Orthodox Judaism and lived a separate and devoted life as a Pharisee. You see, Pharisee mindsets is designed to influence you. It's okay to live under the system of a common man or perhaps a world system. But however, positive and projective attitude reflects his divine nature, give us leverage to experience new dimension of favor, new dimension of grace, new dimensions of Robox manifestation of the blessing portion. We all have had days that we had a jacked up attitude or perhaps an attitude that does not reflect the character of God. And each one of us have our own personal stories, what it produced in our glorious and blessed Garden of Eden. It didn't look too blessed at that time. You see, a jacked up attitude would shift your prayer life. It, and it'll shift you obtaining divine wisdom of God. Once you had all of this revelation, and then all of a sudden, you don't have it no more. What happened to it? And then you get mad at God. When it was the condition of your heart, the condition of your attitude, having a mindset that opposed God's plan cannot produce the harvest that he said. It was a story once that I heard that there were a man went to a restaurant and he said, do you serve crabs here? And the waiter said, yes, sir. We serve anybody here. You know, most of us would have exercised a bad attitude and assumed that this person had just called me a crab. You see, crabby people is very moody and, and unpleasant and grouchy individuals. He says, yes, sir, we serve anybody here. Many would have got offended and said, I know he ain't called me no crap. Well, I ain't no crap. And it act up and got out of their love life. When this could be a great opportunity to adjust one's heart style and get the grace to flow, that execute, that the Christ-central attitude, regardless of what was said, regardless of how they looked at you, regardless of what they, you, they thought of you. You said, I'm determined that I'm going to flow with the grace of God in such a way that it will promote, it will execute, it will publish the Christ-central attitude. Now think about this woman. How would Jesus address this type of question or response? How can we use this opportunity to bring glory to our King? The best way is to reveal the character of Christ and saturate the atmosphere of heaven that it explode in hearts of all those we encounter. Passing the salt 
carrying out the plan and the purpose of God and revealing what he said shall be. And I have this mind in Christ. You see, when a child of God has a photojected image of his or her life in the heaven's design of a man's life, he or she would understand detouring is too costly. It is too costly for us to have a jacked up attitude. It's too costly for not using this opportunity to share the light, the love of God. At all costs it takes. You see, when we, we, we take the detour, it can cause us to view from the distance and not the divine and the, the dominion and having those dominion encounters that God sanctioned to be a present day reality. You see, a man's attitude and condition of his or her heart plays a major part of our advancement, activation, and saying loud the kingdom has come. The attitude, your attitude creates your attitude. We can look at Queen Vesta. She, her attitude and the condition of her heart, it shut down the opportunity to continuously have that royal status. You see, a jacked up attitude will bring jacked up results. A glorious attitude would unleash the favor of God on one's life and the blessing portion will produce the inevitable. Folks are looking for you to be a, to be a blessing to your life. Looking for opportunities to release the favor of God. And so don't, don't compromise what you have been designed to receive. Let me share uh, d some different types of attitude, reflection of Christ-centered attitude. A can-do spirit. You see, Paul, he tells us to have, the, this, have this mindset, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. So whatever, wherever we walk, wherever we walk through, what, we can face it because the one who lives in us is walking with us. We can walk through our days with confidence and, and purpose because God is with us. The greater one is in you. The greater one is in you. He is walking with you. He's giving you a divine guide, divine participation. So there is nothing to be worried about. You just go in and decide that I'm going to have a maximized result day. I'm going to have a maximized result life. I'm going to have that all things are possible lifestyle from this day forward. The second type of attitude is a Christ-centered attitude. Viewing from the high road instead of looking at the low road. You see, Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 8, it expressed that we should do our best in every day, in every season of life, to search for those things that we are grateful for. This morning, 
what are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You see, sometimes we get in that place that we take it for granted. There is no one listening to this podcast. There's no one in the earth cannot say that there is something that they are grateful for. You see, sometimes this may be difficult in a long process, but God has given us, all of us, many good things to be grateful for. But many times, many times, it's easier to sit there and murmur and complain and not reflect on the goodness of God. And when our attitude is jacked up, all we can see is about me. You see, there are people today who have less than you have, who are facing more tragedy than you are. Who have found a way of joy in spite of. We, we can do this too. You see, triumph and receiving in life has a lot to do with your attitude. Has a lot to do with your faith. Has, as well as the condition of your heart. Isaiah 1, 19 tells us, if we are willing and obedient, we will eat the good of the land. So obedience begins from the heart. Obedience is a choice that we make. It is based on having an attitude to implement the do-good acts and actions or deeds you may want to go. You can decide to love your neighbor even if they, they act a fool. You can decide to love your neighbor even though that they rub you the wrong way. You can decide no matter what's going on in the world, you can still stand strong and shout of the love of God and be determined. I'm going to keep the mind of Christ in spite of what is going on. In spite of the evil and all is said, the mockery and all of the junk, you can determine. That I'm going to stay in my love lane and please my Father, regardless of what it looks like. The third thing, type of Christ centered attitude. Start with your own heart attitude. You see, many of us are preoccupied with, with tearing down things and, and other people. Whether it's the media, there's the politics, there's the celebrity, and even some Christians. And even family members. And this needs to stop. We need to rediscover the, the grace of God. The being gracious and honoring others and kindness and gentleness. We need to focus less on the flaws of others. And recognize that we have a pink in our own eye. Only then we can see clearly and bring change to others. You see, when we maintain a Christ-centered attitude, we are not intimidated to celebrate and embrace the success of others. You see, a healthy heart will publish success of our fellow brothers, even if we are in the waiting station. 
you know, in that waiting station, the enemy tried to influence him. Why are you still hitting here? Why are you still sitting here? They've gone ahead of you. Look at them. They're smiling real big. If you welcome that type of influence, it will bring the wrong kind of initiatives in your life. That's a good place to say, I celebrate the goodness of God. Showing up the favor of God. Showing up in their lives. Their garden of life. Bless them even with a double portion, Father. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get more excited about others and less excited about ourselves. Because it's not about us. You see, while when we, we may never be perfect, but it's important to be growing in selflessness and increasing in celebrating and honoring others. A great leader always lifts up its team above themselves. Christ-central attitude is about serving. It's about service. And it's about loving. Can I celebrate that one. Maybe they have, have treated you ill manner. Or maybe they have said some things or done some things. Or maybe you just don't like them. They rub you the wrong way. Go on and just release the voice of thanksgiving. And celebrate the goodness of the Lord on their life. That which is seen and that which is not seen. The fourth type of a Christ-centered attitude is a kingdom center. You see, the gospel of the kingdom is the ultimate empowerment for a positive attitude, no matter what the circumstances is. Paul tells us in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 33, if some enemies broke in and seized your good, you would let them go with a smile knowing they could not touch your real treasure. Nothing they did bother you. Nothing set you back. Now think about this. Apostle Paul, he was beaten, he was mocked, he was in prison, and even killed for not denying Christ. He endured years of countless pain, even though he was not he, he was given all. He gave all to Christ and for the causes of Christ. You see, some of us would abandon our faith because God did not answer one of our prayers. You see, the important thing that we must understand that we should not love Jesus depending on what he does for us. We should love Jesus with our whole heart and hearts, whole minds, every fiber of our being, because what he has already done for us at Calvary Cross. It's amazing. We need to rediscover what Christ 
first followers knew. They knew the deep glory of the gospel. There was far outweighed earthly situations and circumstances in even condition. This hope is the anchor of our soul. Because of what we have in the gospel, there's always a good reason for joy and peace. We should mind ourselves, remind ourselves of, of this gospel truth every day over every situation and build our lives upon it. Today, as you encounter Maybe not so lovable, not so wonderful people, and maybe some wonderful ones too. Let's share the light of His love. Let's be those vessels that we depopulate hell and overpopulate heaven with the glory of God. Otherwise, win the loss and be that witness that would declare. The kingdom of God reigns in power, in authority, in strength. And it will change us from the inside out. And take the time to renew your mind. Don't be that one when God brings something to you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this was me. Let that stinky pride bow his knees and get out of your guard. Humble yourself before the Lord and be that servant that leave the footprints of the maximized results. Let's share. Let's share and live the life that we've been created to. Love you. Be blessed. And go on and share these podcasts and make a difference in someone's life. love you. Be blessed and be amazing and make this the best day of your life. Shalom, shalom. Now if these podcasts have been a blessing to you and you want to share your testimony or some personal story of the love of God or what God has done for you, just drop us an email at, excuse me, at the Word Culture Center at iCloud.com. We all love to hear your testimonies. And don't forget, you can tune in to our live service on Saturdays at 7 p.m. They are also available via webinar. Love you all. Be blessed and be amazing and share the amazing love of God. Everyone, everywhere you go, and upon all. Shalom, shalom.